Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series on organizational capabilities. In our last episodes, we talked about dynamic capabilities. It is one specific case of an organizational capability for changing existing capabilities, creating new capabilities, and getting rid of the capabilities that an organization doesn't need anymore. In our today's episode, we are going to talk about one big conversation that we have in the field of dynamic capabilities. Mainly, this conversation started with the paper by Eisenhardt and Martin in 2000s. And the, they had their own vision of a dynamic capability, and I would like to share with you this vision and also explain why this vision has a big contradiction with the common vision on the dynamic capabilities. In their paper, Eisenhardt and Martin, they said that dynamic capabilities, they exist, we need them, and they work, but they said that dynamic capabilities have a different nature. If you remember, Thies and his followers, they said that dynamic capabilities are a routine or a bundle of routines that help a firm to cope with change, to sense if there are some opportunities or threats to the firm, to seize an opportunity and to reconfigure the resource base in order to meet the new challenge. Eisenhardt and Martin, they said that actually the capability cannot exist in this form under the condition of very high environmental dynamics. Because if there is a big change, a rapid change, you don't have time to run the whole routine to go through all the steps that you need to evaluate the situation on the market, to make a decision and then to implement this decision. They said that in this case, organization can make a shortcut. And this shortcut we know also as a heuristic. They took the notion of heuristic and cognitive psychology, that is a different way of working with information, and they said that organization can develop something like a heuristic. For the sake of simplicity, we conceptualize heuristic as a simple rule, or rule of thumb, and this simple rule can help you make a very fast decision and make this decision even being successful. And they have some examples also in their further research, but I also can give you some other examples that may help you understand why they said that the capability in the form as proposed by these wouldn't work. They said that sometimes you have no time to analyze a decision and you have to make a very short, very fast decision based on a simple rule or rule of thumb. For example, one of these rules could be buy if cheap, sell if expensive. And the simple rule can help those who work with the shares on the market to make a very fast decision in order to decide what to do with their shares, to sell them or to buy them. Another example that I read in one of the papers was about location of the stores, that you have to locate your stores always on the corner, because if you are on the corner, you have always a good access from people who come from different directions. They can notice your store, they can go through your store, and in this simple way, you can increase your sales without thinking about something else. So these simple rules are a kind of heuristics, and of course these heuristics are based on something, so they are taken not all of a sudden. Bingham, Eisenhardt, and the others, they refer to the case when management decided to work with only with English-speaking countries. 
imagine a situation that there is a big shift on the market and you have to find a different supplier for whatever your firm is producing. We have, I think, about 193 countries um, that you can work with, that you can think about working with, and it's a kind of a lot of information. If you focus only on English-speaking countries, you reduce this number by at least 23-25 countries. I cannot tell you precise, the precise number, but I think you got the idea. And working with English-speaking countries can be actually a very clever solution, because the countries that are English-speaking are mostly common law countries. They usually have a low level of corruption. You usually have no issues in communication. They have the same format of the contracts, so it's very easy to get in touch with them. It's easy to organize work. And this can be something that will make your communication and your logistics network a bit simpler and a bit more efficient and more effective. And this simple rule, on the one hand side, reduces the number of decision options, because theoretically you should have worked with all 193 countries and should look for the best decision option for your firm. But this simple reduction may make you even more efficient, although you lose some flexibility, you lose some power, but at the same time you receive a kind of very simple solution with regards to having highly reliable and with a high degree of probability, high quality contracts. If you take this idea by Eisenhardt and Martin, it works only for dynamic capabilities. It wouldn't work for normal or other organizational capabilities, because it is only the dynamic capability that has to work with this high degree of dynamism, environmental dynamism. And as you understand this, on the one hand side, very logical suggestion introduces a lot of disturbance into the theory of dynamic capabilities. Because all of a sudden we understand we have a different nature of a capability. We have a different way how to conceptualize the capability, how to measure it, how to approach it. And it kind of introduced a big struggle into this discussion on organizational capabilities at all. I personally think that they might have an issue with this approach. I believe that we need an organizational capability rooted in routines, but I also believe that we might need some heuristics that will be a moderator in this event. We still need a routine to sense, seize and shape. And a heuristic, this simple rule or rule of thumb, may increase the speed of your routine, but it cannot substitute it. Because anyway, if you apply the rule, again, you have to sense a threat where the rule is fitting, then you have to apply the rule which would correspond to seizing, and then you will have to anyway to reconfigure your resource base. Moreover, I see the issue in the dynamism. Although, theoretically, the dynamism can be very high, but I cannot imagine the situation where a CEO has to make a decision within minutes usually have hours, or maybe days, or sometimes weeks, in order to cope with the environmental change. So in this event, you have time to run your routine. And the simple rule, this rule of thumb or heuristic, might help you in this event, might reduce the complexity of the environment and help you focus on the most important aspects of your decision-making. There, there are some papers written about it, how to bring these different perspectives together and what are the conditions where both perspectives can coexist, that there might be a routine and a heuristic, or can be only heuristic and no routines, or only routines and no heuristic. If you want to know more about discussion, please read the last papers by Petrov, Di Stefano and the others who work on this theoretical issue. 
I hope it was interesting, I hope it was helpful, and I hope you have now a different understanding of dynamic capability and also about the heuristic and their role for the dynamic capability. Wish you all the best, good luck with your theory development, good luck with your practical development of dynamic capabilities within your firms. Wish you all the best, see you next time. Bye-bye.